This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout-out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and Aha That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. So for now, hey, our fearless friends, here's Lisa Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me again on this lovely Friday morning. My name is Lisa McDonald, host of Living Fearlessly with the Contact Talk Radio Network. Listenership spans to 145 countries, 220 TV radio terrestrial satellites, and the potential for millions of iTunes downloads. Once again, we are joined by yet another phenomenal guest. So who is my guest of today? Well, what I can tell you is that Marilee Sweeney is an Imagineer, talk show host, author, intuitive relationship expert, counselor, listener, dreamer, solutions expert, and ambassador of love. Her mentorship emphasizes accountability as she leads by example, teaching the value of self-love and love for others. Her life education is what you always needed but never knew existed. Blessed with an unparalleled understanding of the complexity of love, she is humbly referred to as the Queen of Hearts. Marilee is the author, creator, and master of The Game, a manual for personal empowerment, accountability, and character development, providing an education in human interaction. Her principles apply to every area of life, from business to romance, casual to an acquaintance. No matter the question, concern, or dilemma, love is always always the answer to win the game welcome to my show my friend how are you wow oh thank you lisa (laughs) i am wonderful and excited to be here (laughs) well it's 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 nice for you to be on the opposite end because you were once upon a time ago not that long ago actually you were very gracious inviting me to be a guest on your show and we had a blast Mm -hmm. so what twice oh yeah twice oh my (laughs) gosh I can't keep up that's how that's how prominent you are and that's how much you're hustling and actually you're referred to as the queen of love I'm referred to as the queen of hustle so who knows what's going to unfold in this show Mm -hmm. this is awesome Mm -hmm. so Marilee let's talk about a bit of the inception of your journey the backstory because oftentimes people who uh, very graciously tune into the show they're always hearing the success of my guests they're hearing the plethora of what they're banging out in terms of content accolades all of that yummy stuff but for the benefit of the listening audience, for people who are really looking to absorb some inspiration, how they themselves perhaps can get immobilized by fear and get off the fence, call it love, call it relationships, call it business. 
let's find out a little bit about how you came to be who you are in terms of how the world would glean you today. Okay. Let's see. Well, like everybody else, you know, we're going through life um, after, you know, the house, the kids, the picket fence, you know, wanting it all. I mean, that's, at least that's what I wanted. And I had that and it was beautiful. And I made the most of it when I did. But when I had a calling, I couldn't deny it. And I could feel myself growing. And my husband at the time was feeling that too. And I, you know, I could feel his fear, his control, his wanting to keep me, you know, in that box of what we had. And I, I just couldn't, it's like that spirit just took over and literally grabbed me out of that situation. And, you know, I mean, I got a lot of advice just to, you know, stay put and, and handle it in different ways. And I couldn't, I had to answer the call. And uh, so I went through a divorce after, you know, 20 years of marriage, four kids, you know, the house, the five dogs, I mean, it ended all going on. <laughs> and I, I took my life, you know, my, my role very seriously. And, you know, I was referred to like Martha Stewart because I just loved everything. I had an um, interior design business as well. And um, so anyway, when, when that call came to be and I couldn't deny it anymore, I found myself sitting at my desk going through this divorce with a stack of bills and my Bible is open and I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do? And I started to read my Bible and I, of course I wasn't reading my Bible. The Bible was reading me and it gave me exactly what I needed. And so as I started to hear the message, I realized that the answer to everything was right there in front of my face. And it was literally love. And I said, okay, from this day forward, I'm going to stick to it. And I'm going to teach the world how to love. And of course, you know, I have to be my own example. And going through a divorce of 20 years with, you know, property and everything. And there's there could be a lot of animosity, a lot of fear. And um, a lot of uh, mm, pain and lashing out and ugliness that goes with that and I had to keep myself accountable to my promise and uh, I absolutely did and from that day that I made that promise I have not strayed not one day not one day and every single day that I have kept to my promise of love and nothing but I've had amazing experiences in my life and that's why it's my passion and uh my absolute goal is to teach the world how to love. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, I very much appreciate you being candid and raw because I often talk about, and not my coin term, of course, but vulnerability is a strength. Oftentimes people don't want to talk about the pain. They don't want to talk about the anguish. They don't want to talk about the once upon a time story uh, because they want to put as much distance between that to exemplify and highlight more so where they're where they're operating at within their current space today, which often is indicative of feeling more inner strength, feeling more on top of your game. Uh, you know, people don't like to relive. Uh, oftentimes people see that as a trigger, whereas people like you and I, Marilee, we see that as a barometer, a measurement for our own growth and our own journey to see how far we've come in the healing process. And taking what was once upon a time, perhaps, um, 
you know, a moment of adversity or hardship and making it work for us. And when we figure out the solution to our own problems, call it divorce, call it bankruptcy, call it sitting in the abyss, whatever you want to characterize it as. When we figure out the solution to our own problem, knowing we're not the only person grappling with that same issue, that's when we can take the gift and the lessons and we can impart it to the collective, knowing that that's very instrumental in other people's journey for what we can do in our capacity of paying it forward and being of service. So for what you've done and for what you've honed very quite beautifully and masterfully, I say congratulations and kudos to you, my sister. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, You know, the one thing I did hear in that is that we, we often assume that we have to live a certain experience in order to relate to it Mm. or to teach about it. But love isn't like that. It's Mm -hmm. not. Once Mm -hmm. you understand what love is, truly the magic of that energy field, you don't have to experience every experience there is in life to help somebody through their own. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we talk about that quite often because it doesn't matter if people, whether we call it the listeners, the podcast subscribers, our inner circles, our mentoring clients and so forth. It doesn't matter if people can understand at the personal level our exact set of circumstances. It's really what do you do with it? How have you unleashed? How have you tapped in? How have you recalibrated? How have you reinvented all of these things that we're all faced with at different junctures within our journey. And when people can see such as yourself, Marilee, for the ways in which you implemented that in your heart, in your mindset, in your soul, and then just took off sword and flied with it. That's the attractor factor. That's where people go, okay, well, she of course, once upon a time sat in the abyss of pain, but she somehow tapped into something that made her go, that's not going to be the defining Uh, story. That's not Mm -hmm. how I'm not going to stigmatize myself. So for the people who are tuning in, Marilee, when we look at current events, when we look at some of the unfortunate tragedies, travesties that are happening globally at the international level, call it political arena, call it, you know, unfortunate planes going down, things of that nature, 9-11, you can date back as far in history as you wish to go. For the person who's listening and going, you know, how do you overcome all that external noise where things might instinctively or intuitively question how you can be so grounded in love? Well, because you have to have a little bit of science and understanding behind it Mm -hmm. Uh, and a lot of faith. So Mm -hmm. a a faith in what, what you choose to believe. So in all of this negativity that the world of matter presents to us, we can either choose to immerse ourselves in that negativity, I call it the cesspool, Mm. or we can rise above it. And oftentimes, you know, like, for example, if I'm sitting at my desk having a cup of coffee and the sun is shining, my present moment is absolutely beautiful. But if I've got the news on and I'm watching what's going on around the world and the pain and the suffering and the hurt and the bleeding and the dying, and the, then I'm immersing my present moment into that negativity and I'm making that my world. It's a Bingo. choice. 
Mm-hmm. It, it is. It absolutely is a choice. Bingo. So for people who might be going through a divorce right now or uncoupling or separating, you know, talking about division of assets and maybe things aren't quite so amicable between them and their soon to be ex-partner, you know, what would you say to people in terms of, you know, there is love after pain. There is relationship success after relationship failure, if you want to call it that. So what was it that made you committed to knowing that that was still possible for you, even if you weren't perhaps seeking it? Well, because love exists. Mm -hmm. It's, It's not an opinion. It's not an emotion. It's not an experience. It's, it's an existence. Mm-hmm. So I, you have to believe that it will always exist. Once it exists, it always exists from you know the beginning of time until forever. So the circumstance is irrelevant. That's only a definition. You know, a de- yeah. So in that definition of that relationship that is no longer amicable, if they're going to split, it's totally fine. All you're doing is changing a hat from someone. But it's our perspective of what of our greater um existence our world like my world my world doesn't have to be his world his Mm -hmm. world doesn't have to be according to my thinking Mm -hmm. my expectations you know my imposition of how i think things should roll we forget how to allow you know and to accept what is everybody's responsible for their own behavior if somebody wants to be really ugly let them be ugly but we don't have to match that behavior that's our choice Absolutely. Or that vibrational, like that, that emitted energy vibrationally, right? Mm-hmm. When you, when, when you are surrounded and because energy speaks before words or language ever does. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I really believe that's the universal language. And so a person such as yourself, Marilee, can walk into a room, never having met people, people have no prior history of you. And your energy is going to tell them all they need to know in terms of you being approachable, your energy having resonated with them. And thus, you know, that's the attractor factor, call it law of attraction or vibe attracts tribe. Uh, so I really staunchly am a firm believer. If you want to operate at your highest vibrational level, then it's based on and contingent upon your own choices, excluding how other people tend to either perceive you or treat you. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, <clears throat> to that, walking into a room, once you let go of that ego, of who you think you are, or your baggage of, you know, all the things people don't know about you, and you really start to focus on the idea of being the light, that energy field of love, then when you walk into that room, you're considered safe. People feel that. It's warm. Absolutely. You know, it, it, when you're hiding something, that baggage is literally hanging off of you with the bags under your eyes and the weight on your shoulders and, you know, your whole demeanor and, and especially how you speak Mm. because from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks, people don't understand how everything you're talking about tells me exactly what I need to know. I know where you're hurting. Mm. I know what you're suffering from immediately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Well, knowing that we're the common denominator in all of our relationships, and when you look back, and we're in the hindsight year, it's the it's the year of vision, it's the decade of vision 2020, and it's all about connecting the dots in terms of measuring your own growth, and regaining always uh, 
re refound uh, clarity in terms of where you are, where it is you say you want to go, what you believe in, what you dispel, what no longer serves you. So knowing that we're the common denominator of all of our relationships, looking back on the trajectory, past, present, and where you're going, what are you most gobsmacked, if you will, you know, interject, insert your own adjective for what you've exceptionally gotten clear on about who Marilee Sweeney is that perhaps you were still once upon a time fumbling your way through to get to that crystallized realization. Hmm. Okay. So <laughs> that was a very long question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I go to the that. abstract and the abstract <laughs> is never black and white. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. So here it is in my world. I have um, this passion to lighten people's load, to help them get to the other side where the garden actually exists. Now, in doing that, I don't have to do that. All I have to do, my only responsibility here on this earth is to get there. Mm -hmm. And so once I'm there, I don't have to worry about a thing. I've already done me. And I can continue to do me. I can continue to love me, to manifest and to do. I'm not part of this material world that has mm. to keep pushing. So this idea of 2020 vision, looking ahead and what are your plans are, what your goals are, I call BS on that. And okay. the reason, well, the reason why is because it's different from having a vision. Mm -hmm. So when you have a vision for your life, it's an internal knowing of who you are. Agreed. You don't have prove it. You don't have to reach for it. You don't have to demand it. You don't have to tell everybody who you are. People will tell you who you are mm -hmm. if you're actually living it. Beautiful. So this, yeah. So this whole existence is my relationship with God. Everything, mm -hmm. everything around it is nothing but circumstance and illusion and time is an illusion. Money is an illusion. It doesn't exist. None of that. If you want to live in a place of magic in that garden where everything is provided, you have to get back to being love and only love without any uh, condition, without any sort of negative perception about it and no limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. Love that. Absolutely mm -hmm. love that. Well, let's switch gears for a moment. So let's talk about cracking the rich code because that's another commonality that we share. And I'm very grateful for the journey of who we know that's center to that um, and pivotal to that. So Jim Britt and Kevin Harrington, who are also sponsors of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald, for which I'm very grateful for. And as a result of you and I being part of that, that's how I came to know you. And that's how you very generously reached out and invited me to be on your platforms, for which I'll always be eternally grateful for, Marilee. More importantly, you coming into my life because of who you are, your energy and what you stand for. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about how that experience unfolded for you. How did you even get connected to that? And what, what part of the series are you in? And what's happening with that and radio? Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, <laughs> how did it come to be? Mm -hmm. It's the magic of yes. True. Literally, it's the magic mm -hmm. of yes. Um, I was approached by uh, my partner now, Robert Aitchison, to join a company uh, with him. And so I did. I joined this business. I, I drove three hours to see what this was all about and felt like, no, this is my home. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. I had absolutely no intention of doing it. None. <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> and when it was all said and done, I mean, I drove 12 hours in a 24 hour period just to be there and say yes. And in that saying yes, that led me to one more person and one more event. And I landed on Jim and Jim and I hit it off and just started talking this and that. And, and then he invited me after whatever it is he saw. And, um, of course I said, yes, why would I ever say no? Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I honestly, I really didn't, uh, know the whole vision. I didn't see it all because obviously they've got a lot more going on than, than they actually tell us. But with every new thing that comes out with cracking the rich code, it's like, I'm just like, wow, what an opportunity this has been. Mm -hmm. And what a blessing it's been for me to be the host of the radio show, to have all of my co-authors, you know, like yourself come through and I get to know you, meet you and talk to you um, aside from what you put in the book, but really get to know you. I mean, that's, that's a blessing. And it was all from yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, the power of yes, mm-hmm. and the power of immersing yourself in the lovely garden that you describe, and and the fact that you have absorbed that yumminess and continue to do so day in and day out, I think, because one thing that I really pick up on you, Marilee, that, that was abundantly clear to me right from the get-go out of the gate, was you have this peacefulness, you have this calmness, not just in how you speak, but it's how you formulate answers, but it's, it's, it's not, it's not coming from a place of being contrived or fabricated. You really do speak from the intuitive. You really do speak from the center of all, you know, yourself to be, and, and you can tell that Mm. you quite clearly come from a place of self-love. And so when we talk about self-love, because a lot of people grapple with that concept, a lot of people who Mm -hmm. still have yet to embark upon the journey of understanding what that all is and relinquishing all the things that keep them hindered, Um, A lot of people sometimes are prone to misconstruing that as a form of narcissism. If you put yourself first, then you're selfish, Mm -hmm. where in fact, it's a necessity, it's a requirement. And, you know, to take the cliche, when you're on a plane, if it's going down, you've got to put your own oxygen mask on first, or you've got to make sure that your own well and your own cup is overflowing before you have anything in which to substantially offer somebody else. So what what would be your thoughts on that in terms of the whole concept of self-love? The world is suffering from a lack of self-love because they don't understand what they're loving. Mm. So when people say, I do love myself, Marilee, I do love myself. What, not that, that claim, but everything subsequent to that or prior to that, followed by their behavior, is contrary to their claim. Mm-hmm. And so this is how I show them, no, this is not loving you. These behaviors are not loving you. And... Um, you know, I, I just give clarity. That's all, that's all I offer is clarity. So in this world, this matrix, this matrix of darkness, I literally pull away the veil and show you the light of, oh my gosh, that's the truth. And once you know the truth, you cannot unknow the truth ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I reveal. So as far as self-love, the world feels, mm, thinks of self-love as loving the matter. You know, I'm, I'm good with my body. I'm good with where I'm at, where I live, my education, how I look, um, you know, whatever, my relationships, mm-hmm. whatever. It's all about matter and circumstance, that definition. That's not what we're loving. You're loving the ego. And the ego is telling the ego to accept the ego. And this is why we can't get out. It's a hamster wheel. You're going around, around, around. Mm-hmm. And 
you, you can't really grasp what self-love really is. So you have to imagine the stars within you. And the housing is the physical matter, and those stars are what represent love. You're going to love those stars, what's in you. And in order to take care of the stars, you're going to have to start understanding how the ego works against you. And that is your mind and body. It's subject to the rest of the matter in the world. All these rotating illusions that are coming at us and trying to program our pain and suffering, anxiety, illnesses, uh, our, our idea of lack, being broke. That's ridiculous. That's not God's mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. provides abundance. And in this world of money, we are trained to worship money. We're going after it. We're working hard. We think in order to have the house, the car, the whatever, I need to have this amount of money. And we write our goals down, say, I got to make 15000 a 100000 a million dollars. It's like you stop thinking in dollars. You'll mm-hmm. always be caught there. You have to remove the idea of money because money came from an ego, the place of matter, and work toward the abundance. So if we look around us in God's world, we have an abundance of air, water, foliage, animals, everything that's beautiful in the world. There's an abundance of it. So whatever it is we need, we will have an abundance of it if we believe. And that's where we lack faith. Mm-hmm. Well, you touched upon one of my favorite words, which is believe. And I oftentimes talk about you have to believe it to see it, right? Whether whether it's whatever it is that mm-hmm. uh, floats people's individual boats, to, you know, regardless of where they're at on the hierarchy of self-awareness, self-love, mm-hmm. self-intuitiveness, um, you know, you really do have to believe it to see it. And, and to have that inherent fundamental intuitive belief, I think is a derivative of to what degree you have really nurtured yourself, really loved yourself, really poured and loved yourself up. Um, so how do you do that, Marilee? How do you keep yourself in that sphere of energetic love? Because we are human. So let's talk about the realities of this too. It doesn't matter what we each individually subscribe to or how we walk our own talk, because we do do that. You definitely do that, which is why you're on the show. Um, but as human beings, we also get into periods of circumstantial agitation, or we get disillusioned by certain people who we thought were different from who they actually end up presenting as being in all actuality or truth. So for whatever things go awry on a daily basis, and yes, it's a choice whether you choose to remain immersed in that space or recalibrate yourself and get your back into what get yourself back into the space that you know is what honors your spirit. So for you, it's that sphere of ongoing perpetual love. But on the days where you're just you're human in that material existence world, what is it that Mira Lee does on a daily basis to keep herself steadfast in just being in the love, loving yourself up? What is that? What does that look like for you? Well, simply put, I walk with the stars. Mm. So what that means is that when I was talking about the analogy of the stars being within me, Mm-hmm. Right. And then my mm-hmm. body being the housing and my ego, you got to remove that. You have mm-hmm. to exist within the stars and you know that everything is possible within that. So now my ego, the, the, the matter that is experiencing other matter becomes the watcher. Mm. 
Mm. All it's doing is watching what the matter is subject to and how all of these matters are failing to recognize their stars. Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. Does it make sense? It does make sense. It absolutely makes sense. You know, I'm really all about the 5D reality and I've been more so, I mean, I've put things up years ago, but I'm resurrecting it because I'm just really getting more tapped into that uh, once again, which is, you know, what I do to recalibrate myself and get back in the space that I want to always operate uh, and, and energetically emit energy from. So, you know, for people who are listening, who would be interested because you are resonating with them or they love what you're all about and they want to know more beyond this interview, how can people reach out to you for an initial consult? How could people become a potential guest on your show? Um, how could people just get to know more of what you're all about via content, et cetera, et cetera? Mm, well, it's kind of a catch me if you can thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're too busy in the stars. <laughs> well, well, I am. I, you know what? That's the thing, though. I am so present in my own life. It's like I just everything is prompted by spirit, and so I just do what I want to do when I want to do it. And then mm -hmm. you know, you you might catch it. And here's the thing: I have so many technical issues with all of. It, it's just a crazy thing, but I never get stressed out. I honestly don't care. This is between me and God, and whoever needs to hear my message will hear my message. I don't care what the world has to put in front of me, what barrier, how they're going to try and cut me off or keep me down, hold me down. It doesn't matter. I have a voice. I'm going to be heard. And those ears who are willing to hear will hear it. It'll reach you wherever you are. So I never worry about it. And as far as myself, oh, okay, to answer your question, uh, themerrilyshow.com, simply put. <laughs> <laughs> you cracked me up. <laughs> Yeah. So the Merrily show.com, you know, I, you can catch me on YouTube, Facebook, my fan page, you know, I'll put newsletters out. I have a morning message that I put out to, to all of my community so that we stay in this vibration of love. And it's just here, here's a little something for you to show you. I love you. Stay positive. It's going to be a beautiful day. I got you. And, uh, and I just love doing that. And it's, it's just unconditional. I just do that. Beautiful. And so do you have any daily mantras? Do you have any proclamations? Do you have any declarations? Do you have any rituals that keep you immersed within the stars within yourself? Because a lot of people mm. would be very eager to hear that if, if so. Think of this. I will go forth in perfect faith in the power of omnipresent good to bring me what I need at the time I need it. Mm. Love that. Love that. You know, it's interesting. I'm getting a different flavor of you on this particular show because it, I can't recall how long ago it was now because I have no concept of time. But when we did that live stream, we we're talking about relationships. I mean, you mm -hmm. were, uh, I, I love all different facets of your personality because you're very bubbly. You're very, um, your vibrancy comes out in different ways and different platforms. And so you were cracking up, you know, mm -hmm. talking about crack in the rich code. You were like literally cracking up when mm -hmm. we did that live stream. And your questions really threw me for a loop. And it's, it's few <laughs> and far between. People can throw me for a loop. But you threw me for a loop because I honestly didn't know what direction that was going in. And that's part of the benefit and the advantage and the fun of being unscripted. Um, because mm -hmm. I could not have prepared for that. And so I just want to say here publicly 
for that particular experience, you mm. really threw me for a loop, but in a really kind of way that made me later process and, and get more introspective and reflective. And, um, and I just thought, you know, you're a who, like you really are. <laughs> Thank you. you I really love my life. Are. I really do. I love what I do. I love my life. I, I love people and, um, everything is organic. You know, I never have a problem talking to anybody and getting real, real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about your clients that come to you, as far as, you know, under the umbrella of being an ambassador of love mm-hmm. and, and being a relationship expert and things of that nature, what are some of the pivotal, and I'm sure you've had many, but if, if one springs to mind for you specifically, Marilee, in terms of the transformation that you've seen from somebody who does an initial consultation with you because of where they sit in their set of circumstances at that particular juncture within their journey, to when they have, uh, you know, paired up with you, with you being the mentor, them being the mentee, uh, what have you seen unearth or become unleashed within that particular client that's really spoken to not only reaffirming that this is your purpose and you're on the right track and honoring yourself, um, but just knowing the power of love and that having transcended through your client? Mm-hmm. Give me a mouthful there, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I like to cram a lot in. Oh in a my gosh! Of time. Where do I even start to answer that? Okay. Um, so first of all, uh, when people come to me, <clears throat> they're typically referred to me. Okay. And I've had people, you know, say we have been through, you know, more than a dozen counselors to try and help our situation. And when I hear the situation, I'll tell them I'm I'm very real. I will tell them in that moment, it's over. There is no repair here. Or I'll tell them this is what's going on. And once they recognize, oh, my God, that's exactly right. How does she even know that? Mm-hmm. They can't go back. There's no denying what I have just given you. So I set them free because I tell them the truth. And the truth is always love. And that's mm-hmm. what people don't understand, where the love is missing and where it was lost in their relationship there's all kinds of reasons. Now remember, love is universal. It is the the magic pill. It, it's our existence, right? So people come to me not just for relationship issues. It's the relationship they have with themselves. Correct. That's why they can't, you know, make it work with their spouse or their in the dating world or the business world or they were parenting, you know, they were having problems with their children. It's all about love and our mm-hmm. failure to understand how to do it. We've not been taught. We assume that we can do it. We're, mm-hmm. we're just going to wing it. We're going to do the best we can. And love is providing. I'm going to provide a home and clothing and food and direction and trans- trans- or transportation and, um, you know, activities, education. That's, I mean, that's it. No, mm-hmm. that's not it. Mm-hmm. It's your behavior that is teaching the next generation how to love. And we're failing to do it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. You know, one thing I actually do get is like, well, how can you be the expert about love, Marilyn, when you're not even married, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, <laughs> you have to understand what it is. It, if you are relating love to a definition, a defining moment of status, then you're off base. That's not what love is. Love is an energy field. And regardless if you're religious, if you read the Bible and you believe or not, it is what it is. And science has proven it. There are subatomic particles waiting for our intention to come together to create whatever it is that we speak about. 
We are the creator. So when you understand that, a status has nothing to do with it because in that relationship, we cannot control the partner. Mm -hmm. All we can do is save ourselves. So if the partner refuses to behave in love, then we have to save ourselves and get out. Yes. Yes. Well, let me ask you this then, Marilee, given your level of clarity on love, what it encompasses, what it embodies, what it in fact is versus what it is not, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to borrow a little bit from what we did in that live stream and I'm going to flip it on its head and I'm going to ask you similar type questioning. Okay. So, so how would somebody who, because I mean, there's many reasons for why somebody, a potential suitor would be attracted to you. Right. So Mm -hmm. for somebody who is attracted to you, who, who, even though they've stepped into their own power, they've honored themselves, they consider and define themselves a very loving person. They walk the talk. Uh, Perhaps they work and operate within the same energetic sphere. They they're philosophically aligned with you, but because you are the expert, because you are the ambassador, uh, because you're very staunch in who you are, how could somebody who wants to approach you who perhaps might be somewhat intimidated because that you are the expert, you are the queen of love. Um, how do they break through or be considered a potential candidate for you or get on your radar? That's a great question. That's an absolute great question. And the answer to that is that they wouldn't have all those issues. Correct. See, they would be working, they would be operating off the stars. Mm. So when our stars align, we're equally yoked. There is no Mm. trying. There's no breaking through. There just is. It's so natural. It's easy, honorable. Uh, We are dedicated to that most high vibration. And when those two meet, it's bliss. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question, I haven't found anybody like that yet. (laughs) (laughs) But do you believe that exists for you? It exists in me. Why wouldn't it exist in somebody else? There you go. There you go. Good answer. Um, So if I go back to that question, though, I'm not talking about, you know, because sometimes people, even if they're living within the stars, they might be operating more from an analytical standpoint outside of operating from the heart space. And not because they're not attuned to the heart space, but because, again, we are human beings. Um, You know, so people do grapple with things like self-confidence. They could be the most loving person in the world and know that what their cup is that they can offer you, uh, but they might not have your level of confidence, not in conviction and belief where love is concerned, but they're just wired a little bit differently or their nerves get a little bit. Juggled. That would be me making an allowance. That would be me making an allowance. Okay. No, pain Fair is enough. Mm-hmm. You don't align with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love how definitive you are in your answering because it just is what it is. And, and you know yourself well enough to know what it is and what it's not. So let's not even go there. Got it. You don't make allowances because the moment you make allowances, you're putting yourself in front of the bullet. Why would you do that? You can mm-hmm. honor somebody. You can see their pain. You can see their struggle. I recognize that you lack in, in self-love, self-care, self-confidence, whatever. We work on that. I can help you work on that, but I'm sure as heck not going to devote myself to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so 
let's talk about what that looks like as, as, as somebody who, because there's somebody that's listening here who might very well want to approach you. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. All right. So let's go with, uh, let's give them some cues and let's give them some tips outside of everything. You've been very forthcoming and very adamant about, okay. you've been very emphatic. Okay. okay, but for somebody who believes they are in the stars, for somebody who believes they would synergistically be a good love match for you because of the 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 love they feel for self, um, and we only get they say right, we only get one opportunity to make a great first impression. But let's just say they are confident in their own way. But because you're unlike anybody they've ever met, you're unlike anybody they've ever considered approaching. Um, what if they're more concerned with they're not going to come off in the way that they know themselves to truly be? And if they could be in that sphere of relaxation and they're not really operating within the ego, they just they really want you to see them instantaneously so that there is that opportunity, that it, 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 it there is something that could lead to something else. At what I don't point believe that you, exists, Lisa. You don't, that doesn't eh? exist. No, because there's a discrepancy. Okay. Okay. When you're operating, remember for the audience, the stars are not out in the sky. You're not, you know, True. operating from there. It's within. It's that field of energy. Okay. The nothingness, the absolute, mm -hmm. the absolute beautiful of everything. Okay. So if somebody else, whoever it is, is operating from that same place, we naturally gravitate together. There is no ego involved. There is no fear involved. There is no, how do I tap into it? How do I break in? How do I, because what, what's happening there is there's a hierarchy. They're looking at me like, oh my gosh, how am I going to tame that one? Mm -hmm. And it, you can't look like a man is the most beautiful being in his own right. Mm -hmm. And he needs to learn to step into that space of being who he is. See, so here's another thing. I, so I have another book called, um, you know, The Difference, where I, I point out to men where, where the discrepancy is in their power and what they're giving up, trying to please every woman, trying to second guess, how am I going to attract her? What am I going to do? Crack that code? No, 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 no. You got to be the best you. Mm -hmm. And you'll have the pick of the litter. Bingo. Bingo. Okay, bingo. <laughs> That's a bingo. <laughs> That's a resounding bingo. Okay, I love that. I love that. Okay, now, good. <laughs> okay, so let's talk a language that might be compatible with your languaging or may not. It's up to you okay. how you, you choose to answer this. Okay. So if, if a client or anybody off the street is wanting to tap your brain around what is twin flame versus soulmate? Do you even believe in soulmate love? Do you believe in twin flames? And if you do for either or both, what is the discerning difference? Mm. They're all descriptions. They're all definitions, True. you know, and it's, it's a condition. Okay. It's a condition from the human mind, the ego, trying okay. to define a different type of love. There is no different type of love. Love is love is love. It's it's 100% what it is all the time. With no discrepancy. So to, to find a twin flame, that's our human uh, ability to articulate and separate what we feel is best for us. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And, you know, although they have descriptors, you know, you need mm -hmm. certain descriptors so you know what it is, in fact, you're talking about, right? Or, or me to even pose a question in which to elicit an answer from you. So we know that this is the world who's come to understand twin flame soulmates. But, you know, the people who are immersed in the similar world of love and energy, it really is talking about love and energy with a different so-called hat in which for it to be 
a subject matter Lisa, that can resonate. You know how many times I've heard people tell me that I'm their twin flame? <laughs> <laughs> Police. No, I'm not. <laughs> Okay. This is what I'm. You see what I'm saying? It's like I no, do. your definition of what a twin flame is, and I'm not it. No, no. you're a potential client. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me break that down very succinctly for you. We are not twin flames. You are a potential client, and then you'll. <laughs> and then when you walk through the door of seeking me out to be your mentor, you will come to understand why we're not twin flames right. and why exactly. you are a client. <laughs> and you know, unfortunately that is a hundred percent true. <laughs> but they won't they won't release their ego enough to say they need help. They mm-hmm. will not. They instead what they do is try to grapple with me. You know, like in the ring, like I'm gonna get you and I'm gonna tame that shrew. I'm gonna get her and I'm gonna figure her out and you know I'm gonna break her down and, and blah blah blah. And they end up losing big time. Because mm-hmm. they fail to love. Okay. Okay. So let's just say hypothetically, let's say mm-hmm. hypothetically, you meet the right person who has the stars, you know, swirling okay. within them. <laughs> Their stars are connecting with the stars that are, are that are swirling within yourself. What does that look like from a relationship standpoint? What does that look like on a day-to-day level? What does that look like in future, ever-growing, undying, unbridled, whatever? However you choose to look at it. But for the sake of the listening audience, again, because maybe you've set the bar, the standards a little bit higher for what people are now going to look for or accept or not accept, embrace, not embrace, what does that look like for Marilee? It perfectly aligned. It happens. That person, stars and all, shows up. What does that look like? <laughs> what does that feel like? Uh-huh. What is that experience? It looks like uh, nature. You know, it okay. looks like an unexpected rain on a hot day. It's a breath of fresh air. It's something that inspires you and makes you feel good. It's peaceful. You know, it's swinging on a swing from a beautiful tree. It's, it's easy and effortless. There's no drama, no stress. There's uh, no fear, insecurities. Um, you know, there's there's no manipulation moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's freedom to love wholeheartedly mm-hmm. in your behavior without the fear of losing who you are. You know, the sanctity of, oh my gosh, I gave them my whole heart and they just crushed it. You know, there's no fear in that at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, then let me ask you this. I'm going to play devil's advocate. So let's say that shows up. Give it to me. (laughs) Okay, so that shows up, okay? So Mm -hmm. all the important things for it to even get to a point where that could be a union for you, it could be mutual love, it could be a future, it could be day-to-day living, it could be all those things. Now, when there is within all of that, you believe it, you subscribe to it, you see the soul, you see the love, you see all of those things that are the essential ingredients. But then let's say life happens. Okay. And within that, um, you know, we say something unsuspecting happens to that particular partner that you've conjoined with. And maybe they're not dealing with that particular circumstance very well. And it takes them out out of the presence of being who they really are when they initially showed up for you. To what degree do you, I'm not talking about making concessions, but to what degree have you unconditionally loved that right person synergistically having aligned with you who perhaps is in a short period of time acting out of character 
or is really grappling with recalibrating to get back on track with who they know themselves to really be within the stars, having aligned within themselves, being within it's, themselves. It's a dichotomy. It doesn't exist. You either are or you're not. You're tough, man. <laughs> <laughs> you are tough because some people would go like, come on. Nope. Mm-mm. Like, let's no. get with, you know. You haven't not- harnessed it. You just haven't harnessed okay. it because that wouldn't happen. You know, when you become, you know, and I, I hate to keep reiterating the stars because I just made that Please analogy, do. but, you know, it's it's like when you become that unconditional love, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. You're sure you're going to get frustrated and all this stuff, but you never hurt anybody. You just well, never hurt anybody. Not even right. yourself. You just don't hurt. You become right. love and love doesn't hurt. Well, so, and please know that when I was posing that question, I wasn't at all talking about self-imposed, self-inflicting carnage or conflict right Right. that's not what i mean i I mean like um but good clarifying people get frustrated and they start firing off at the people that they love and it's you know quote unquote out of character Mm -hmm. true very true no it's not that is their character you need to judge a person by how who they are (laughs) when they're (laughs) when their mask is off you know at their worst right those circumstances are who they are and we make allowances going well you know they were just drunk well you know they they were just really angry because well you got to understand no no right when a person makes a commitment to who they are and they're going to be loved they're going to be loved 100 percent through every circumstance and that's just who they are mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. their faith is there that's what they're we're, we're looking for your faith has to be there when faith is lacking love goes down the drain okay let me ask you this then Okay, because again, another potential suitor could be listening to this. Okay. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this. So let's say this person, this potential person, hypothetical person, stars are within them, you know, field of residence between the two of you, it, it aligns. It's a good thing. But they don't necessarily subscribe to the ideology belief system that you do where God is concerned. Maybe God for them is Buddha. Maybe God for them is the universe. Maybe God for them is Mother Nature is that a disqualifier does that no, that's even all matter? god god is wisdom that, okay. that's all, everything you described is the same thing that's true but a lot of people don't see it that way and that they're not there yet <laughs> okay got it all right don't align with that okay fantastic. they're still trying to find um pockets to define and understand it's, like, it's not that mm-hmm. it's all one one mm-hmm beautiful energy field that we need to make ourselves a part of by removing all of our definitions, mm-hmm. our expectations of what it is, mm-hmm. our allowances for others, because they're not it just mm-hmm. because we need to have love in our life. No, I need to love myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm getting a lot out of this. <laughs> I, I really am. If, if nothing else, it's just, you know, I, I think your perception, your perspective, your way of living, your way of explaining, uh, it's very unique, Marilee. There's not a lot of people who can talk about this particular subject matter in such a way that you are expressing it. Uh, and for some people, it's going to resonate. And for some people, it's not. And for the people, perhaps, who it's not going to resonate with, that's just indicative of, of what more they have to focus on in the arena of self-love because once you're in that arena of self-love once you understand and have tapped into the stars within yourself to use your metaphor your analogies then it's you get it you you get it like breathing water or breathing air drinking water you get it instantaneously it's not even something that you need to tune into a radio show to gain further clarity on so 
Uh, I will answer best that I can from okay. where we were at. Okay. And, um, you know, for, for some people who will receive my message and, and others that don't, you have to imagine it like, and I hope people don't get offended, but I'm going to do this anyway. <laughs> um, a ladder. You know, a ladder has so many rungs. And each rung represents a vibration. And at the bottom, even before the first step, I refer to as the cesspool. And those people are absolutely clueless. Absolutely clueless. And they are just stuck in the muck of this matter. And as they start to develop, if they choose to, you know, some people just feel like they're going to learn from experience and take all the hard knocks and, you know, you go up one rung. But that's not it. So the higher up you go, and when they're at the most high rung, that vibration is almost inaudible to the bottom because they cannot perceive love. They don't understand the language and love is a language in itself. So this, this idea about the five love languages, that's all ego-based. Beautiful. Um, okay. So again, I apologize for this interrupt, but I am going to leave it here for any of you who would like to know more about love. Please reach out to me at the and I'll be happy to, you know, talk with you. You can email me merrily at the You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on YouTube. Um, but the best place is really to go to my website. You'll find everything there. So, and Lisa, I so appreciate this time with you and, um, well, Marilee, it's you, uh, do it again. <laughs> we absolutely <laughs> will do it again. And to the listening audience, I want to thank you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules for tuning into Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald with this Friday's guest, the wonderful, beautiful, love-based ambassador, Marilee Sweeney. Once again, I'm very clear on my purpose. My purpose is to uplift you to fear less and to live more. Until next Friday, I hope this finds you well and great spirits. Have a wonderful weekend. Love and gratitude to all, including you, Marilee. Take care and all my best. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout-out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and AHA That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. And until next week, our fearless friends, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio telling you to be your own hero, be your own hero, be your own leader, and be your own best friend. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>